and it's time for another episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. And this time, it's all about to-do lists and whether you should have one or not. So some people will say that if when you go to bed at night, you have a glass of water by your bed and you write down four things that you were grateful for for that day and four things you'd like to achieve for the following day. So I now go to bed and just do a process called the mirror exercise. So I look in the mirror and I just thank a higher power or your God or whatever you want to do. I don't get too spiritual. And I just thank a higher power for achieving my goals. Then I write down on a piece of paper four things I'd like to achieve for the following day. And number one could be walk the dog for at least 6,000 steps. Number two, make sure I've got healthy food ready for my new process. Number three, speak to Neil to get more material for the podcast. And number four is speak to four new clients. So when I wake up in the morning, I've already got what I want to achieve and I'm not spending an hour getting ready for what I want to achieve. Also, scientists say that if you write down your to-do list, you're not thinking about it whilst you're sleeping and you get a better sleep. Now, I don't know how much of that is true, but I've done quite a lot of research with neuroscientists to understand patterns of sleep. So if if you're thankful for going to sleep and you write four things on your to-do list, when you wake up in the morning, you're not having to think about what your first part of the day would look like. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me. Now, I I don't do the to-do list before I go to sleep. I do the, the what I would call a gratitude list, right, which is a, a little celebration of what's happened in that day. I do that every single day. I've been doing it for a number of years now. Um, I mentioned in the last episode I've got a you know specific notebook, specific pen. Fire hose, I remember. Yep. But all of that stuff, like super focused, is something I do. And no matter where I am, it travels with me, right? It's something I always, always do. Um, And actually, for me, part of that, you mentioned spirituality. You know, regardless of what people's beliefs are, part of that for me is a spiritual practice. You know, it's not just about writing words on a piece of paper. It's about feeling it. It's about being truly grateful for what's happened in that day. And there are days where the thing I'm grateful for is... This reminds me of what a good day is supposed to look like because this wasn't one, you know. But actually, if it's been a bad day, I'll spend more time on it because I want to get myself back into a good frame of mind before my head hits the pillow. But just remember, if you wake up with bad breath, at least you've got breath. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most people's funerals and the size of most people's funerals are dependent on one thing, one thing only, the weather. So you've got lots to be grateful (laughs) for. You know, the problem is we only look at what's not working in our lives and we have so much to be grateful for even on a bad day. Yeah, absolutely. So let's expand on the to-do list bit, because that's what we said this episode's about. And I was, I'll be honest, I could very easily go on a tangent there about sleep practices and sleep with your health and all this kind of stuff. Um, One thing I will say is if you actually have any kind of blue light emitting devices in your bedroom, get rid of them or wear a complete blackout eye mask because it does make a huge difference to your sleep. I've read loads of research on this, and I actually now, like if I'm staying in hotels and things, I take a full blackout eye mask with me and I sleep in that for that very reason. 
Is that why I got such a shock when I knocked on your hotel door and you woke up? <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, so, so he says. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the point of a to-do list, in a way, is to have a bit of structure so you're not having what we call concentration lapse moments where you're dependent on other people. So what happens for most people when they wake up in the morning, they go to their phones, and the first thing they do is they spend 10 minutes deleting stuff. Yep. A friend of mine who I worked with in the States said the first half an hour of your day should either be looking at your to-do list from the night before, getting yourself prepared, walking, being in health mode, and people are going to be listening to saying it's not that easy. What you don't want to be doing is turning on the news. Agreed. And listening to depressing stuff. Agreed. In the old days, I used to love watching Channel 4. For those people who are, in, who are not in England listening to this, it is a, a comedy channel first morning, and you'd have everyone loves Raymond, you'd have friends, and I'd watch half an hour of fun stuff instead of the news, which would just be depressing. Then I'll look at my to-do list again and think, can I schedule my day to make sure I can do all this? But I only want to work on number one first. And when I finish number one, I cross out number one, and I make number two number one. Yep. The tragedy is most people have too many on their to-do list. They'll have 50 items on their to-do list, and then they finish their day with what's called an incomplete mind. And then they feel annoyed, they feel guilty, etc. So I'd like you to start, and maybe expand on that, Neil, how do you make sure your day is not spent feeling guilty that you're not doing your stuff on your to-do list? It's very, I mean, it's, it's an easy trap to fall into, first of all. And I think almost every single person goes into that trap at some point of, you, know, you might even have had a really productive day, but you feel bad about the fact that you didn't achieve enough. And that's what to-do lists cause, right? A couple of things to pick up on what you said. Firstly, for me, I actually have the same morning routine every single day, regardless of where I am. Now, it doesn't mean that every single aspect of it's the same, but there are certain things I do every single morning to actually put myself in the right frame of mind for my day. And whether it's the weekend, it's the middle of the week, wherever I'm at home or I'm traveling, I do the same thing. Sometimes it will take 15 minutes, sometimes it will take an hour, but it happens regardless. I just... And when you get to my age, one of your morning rituals going to the toilet can take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but it's like set your day up the right way. I then actually, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of what's called Kanban boards, which it's, a, it's originally a Japanese thing. And it comes very much from car manufacturing. And the idea is basically you've got a series of lists, okay? So you've kind of got a list that says what's to do, what's in progress, what's complete. That's it in its simplest form, okay? So imagine having a whiteboard with three lists on it. What do I need to do? What am I working on right now? What's complete? And in essence, all you do is you go to the to-do list, the number one priority moves to the in progress. It's the only thing on the in progress, when it's done, it goes to complete. You go back to to-do. What's the next thing to go into in progress? And a slight expansion on that and the way I do it is I actually have another list that's called future actions. And you're a monkey with all these lists. Yeah. I don't always follow them that well. <laughs> and that's the reason why some of our but that's why. But that's why I have them. Yeah. Because it helps me to actually stay focused. And what I was going to say is I have a list called future actions. Now, when I get an idea that I think is important, or you know, something comes up that I think is important, but it's not important for now, it goes on future action. So that's a bit like delegating it to another person or another time. Yes, 
but it could even be delegating it to, like I say, another time to me at a later point. Yeah. Okay. But then, like once a week, I'll look at future actions and I go, which one of those should be on to do? And I'll basically create a to do list for the week. But it's, you know, I, and I'll look at it and I'll go, that's the most important thing to do right now. That goes on the in progress. It's done. It goes to completed. I go back to to do. What's the most important thing to do next? And the big thing there is what's the most important, not what's the most urgent. Okay, so I'm going to make, just challenge you a little bit, because I've worked for a long time on a concept called the three Ds. Okay. So if I can do it now or in the next 10 minutes, why don't I just do it? Yeah. If I can't do it in the next 10 minutes or I'm not willing to start it now, I need to delegate it to another time or another person. And if I'm not willing to delegate it to another time or another person, I need to dump it. Yep. So either do it, delegate it, or dump it. The problem is most people are scared to dump it because they think I might need it just in case. If you look in your wardrobe today, I'll put money on you've got at least one shirt and pair of trousers you're never, ever going to wear. Yep. You probably can never, ever get into, but you are, you're keeping them just in case there's a famine in Basingstoke <laughs> and you don't eat for the next four years and you drop five dress sizes or trouser sizes. And we used to say to people a lot in, in clearing their, their cupboards, unless it's a wedding dress or your wedding suit, and if you haven't worn it in the last 12 months, you're never going to wear it. I love when I work in people's companies and I see on their desk National Geographic 1987. I mean, what are they saving this article for? Well, just in case we go shark hunting and we want to do this, there's a method and an idea. If you haven't read it in the last six weeks, yep. it's unlikely. Yep. And so for everyone who's listening to this podcast, look at it and think, is there something I can do now or in the next 10 minutes? So we create a list of goals that are doable today or this week. Yep. If you can't delegate it to another person to another time in your diary and it's never going to happen, dumping stuff is the loveliest feeling. Get a black bag and if you can't find one, ask me, email me, I'll send you one and just dump a whole load of stuff. The unloading of stuff frees your mind for new opportunities and new thoughts. So as we near the end of this podcast, your job today is what do I need to start or what do I need to complete? And if you're not willing to complete it, dump it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And actually, I think just going back to the, the kind of list approach, I mean, I've I got a software tool I use to manage this. I'm right? sure you do because you are okay. Mr. Software. But the, um, the, the kind of future action, one of the points of reviewing that is, is this thing even still relevant? Because if it's not, Which was take the it off the yeah. But if it's not, take it off the list, yeah. right? And the only thing where I'm going to slightly disagree with what you said is the kind of the do it now. It depends on what's triggering you to do it now, because it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of this, or it might have been in the last episode about people like checking their email in the morning. You go checking your email in the morning. If your immediate thing is I can do that in five minutes, and you do that for every single email, that could be your day gone. So it's kind of like. You know, what's the how urgent is the thing, but also how important is it? Because so often urgent gets in the way of important, and then the really important stuff doesn't get done. So I, I just think it's important that we have that balance in there between those two things. Couldn't agree more. If it's important, do it. The only reason things become urgent, by the way, is because they were important you didn't do it. Absolutely. So that's the whole of time management. You don't need to go on another course, listen to our podcast, and that's how you find out that urgent stuff is only urgent because it was important and you didn't do it. We've just saved you a lot of money here. You don't need to go on a time management course. Absolutely. And on that note, 
of saving you a lot of money, we're going to ask you yet again, if you haven't already, to subscribe to this podcast because we're going to keep giving you loads of value for free. All we ask in exchange is that if you're getting value from this, share it with someone else. You know, if you know someone that would get massive value from listening to this, tell them about the podcast. Take a screenshot of your phone where you've been watching the episode, share it on social media, tag us in the post, you know, and help us get the word out there to get more people on board. Because remember, our mission is to inspire and empower people and their organisations. Absolutely. Constantly empowering others. I knew you'd have to get that in. <laughs> <laughs> Your best year.